0: Hello, everyone, and welcome into Dopeo. Uh, Dopeo, what is this? It's a double shot of espresso to wake you up. I'm shot number one, Dante, and father of mine, uh, Donnell, is going to be joining us as well. Uh, how are you doing, father of mine?
1: I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I, I really can't complain personally, Um little tired, cut the grass, which pretty much considers Consist of the back 40 today. And uh huh. I'm still old fashioned. I gotta push more. I don't have to ride like my neighbors. And uh I kind of take pride in that fact. Uh, I like the lines in my yard, so um uh, a little tired, but I'm also uh I'm also uh, ready to go. Yeah, I bet.
0: Uh, yeah, I think that's uh tired is how it would say me to um Uh, This is my first week back at school. Students aren't back completely yet, um, but they're trying to get there. And, you know, being by myself for a month and a half and doing my own thing and my own schedule for a month and a half, (laughs) I wasn't ready to deal with people.
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) I was I was I was vexed and upset.
1: I understand.
0: Uh, And then you have the other stuff going on, which is what we're going to get into. Right. It's been a long week, long week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, let's uh, let's hop into it. So, okay. <clears throat> this week we've seen um, the gambit of black America, we have seen um, all sides of how people treat black Americans, and we have seen um, all sides of how uh, black Americans feel. Now, um, to take you to take everyone back because it's been a long week, and y- you probably haven't gotten everything or maybe you have gotten everything and it's kind of overwhelming. Um, but what we have had this week, uh, we've had, uh, the comment, the interview between Charlemagne, the God, and, uh, and Joe Biden, uh, for which, uh, Charlemagne had had pushed Biden on, uh, his remarks as far as what he's going to do for black people to which Biden responded that if you have to decide between me or Trump, you're probably not black. Um, Biden then came back and said that Charlemagne the God had pushed, had trapped him, and that Biden, uh, or and that Charlemagne the God was the one he was referencing. That if Charlemagne the God could not figure out who he was going to vote for, then he wasn't black. Uh, we went from that to um, addressing the Breonna Taylor um, murder in Louisville, Kentucky, where a drug sting went bad. Uh, rather, it wasn't a drug sting went bad. It was a, a drug sting a drug sting went stupid because the person they were the the person they were looking for was not in the house. They killed her, arrested her. Uh, I think her boyfriend, um, without announcing themselves, and um, it was a complete complete, complete catastrophe. Um, we went from that to what went on with um, Ahmad Aubrey. Um, we had, uh, we had the, uh, the Amy Cooper situation in New York, uh, where we had a birder who was uh, a black birder who was out there looking at birds, tried to get this white woman to uh, put on her, uh, put her dog on a leash. She weaponized her whiteness, um, tried to get him put in jail, try to get him, uh, hooked up like George Floyd did. And then of course the George Floyd situation, um, where we watched a man get murdered on TV. For for those of you who have no feelings about all of this, you're not human. That's a week.
1: Is it a week or a year? (laughs) Yeah, like right, right. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And I mean, I'm I'm taking notes as you're talking, and we got Charlemagne versus Biden, Brianna, uh, Ahmaud Aubrey. Um, the black man in the park, and then you know, last but definitely not least, you got the George Floyd, I can't breathe, get your knee off my goddamn neck situation, uh, man. And this is just a week, man. I mean, all these things yeah. didn't didn't take place in this week, but they accumulated and came to a head this week, and we're all feeling it those of us who are capable of feeling are feeling this um directly or indirectly and yeah. it, it, it's sad and i have a uh, a little bit of a i won't call it necessarily breaking news but breaking news on the um uh, brianna taylor those of our, those of our listeners who are uh, from the louisville area which me and my son are from but both of us, neither one of us are physically in Louisville at this moment. Um, one of the officers that responded on that no knock warrant that uh, was resp- responsible for the death of Breonna Taylor, uh, those of us who are from the Louisville area may remember the name of one of the officers, Mattingly. Um, a little bit over 10 years ago, he was the officer who um, all but assassinated Michael Newby. Michael Newby was a young black male. I I can't really remember his age at the time, and I apologize for not having my facts all together for this cast. Um, But let's just say he was under the age of 21, Um, was running away, and he was shot in the back by Mattingly. Mattingly was not prosecuted. He was asked to leave the force. He took a job in Bargetown, Kentucky, and later, was put back on the force in Louisville and is also responsible for Breonna Taylor. How is that for justice? This man assassinated a young black man in the West end of Louisville on a dark night. And then once again, he kicks in the door on a no knock warrant and assassinates a black woman. This is America, Donald Glover says. You know, and it's 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 sickening, it's disheartening, it's saddening, and you know, we're gonna get to the uh protests, slash riots uh momentarily. But this system, the way it is set up, is, is it's set up to reward negative behavior or slap negative behavior on the wrist. But yet when it comes to an African American individual, male or female, young or old, um, the justice system is is set up to prolong, antagonize, punish, demean, humiliate, and not what it's meant to do it, in regards to uh, you know uh, to rehabilitate. So, you know, at the beginning of the podcast, you know, I was talking about I was tired not just physical, many I'm, I'm mentally and emotionally um tired of all of this you know so I just wanted to add that in there about uh the Brianna situation son go ahead no 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 uh you're
0: good um and yeah. like you you touched on uh something that I think we're all feeling we're all tired and um when people are tired like their reactions, the, like the how they deal with things is going to change. And, um, you know, I I was wondering when in the podcast I was going to talk about the looting and the rioting and things like that, um, because I, I kind of went off yesterday about this um, because I see a lot of people in my timeline, black and white, um, commenting on the senselessness of the looting and things of that effect. You guys have to look at the entire uh, the entire picture Um, and the entire picture consists of what do we live in? So we live in this country, this uh, that prides itself on equality and that equality isn't just in the rule of law, that equality is supposed to be of opportunity uh, and of success. Um, It's supposed to be a equality of playing field. Um, It should be an equality of of implementation of the law, not just interpretation of the law. And when, when that society, those rules, break down for a certain subset, well, society breaks down. Because the rules are in place, not only for those in law enforcement to inflict upon us, but they're also in place so that it protects the fragility of human society. Because without rules, it's chaos. But there have been no rules for a very long time with how people deal or how law enforcement, how the powers that be deal with black people. There have been no rules. It's been the wild west. Kill us knees in the neck, shoes in the back, uh, stop. Just, yeah, yeah, all of that implementation of the law. There's been no rules. Uh, Brock Turner, the rapist from California, um, he goes to jail for two months, and I think what? his name is Brock Turner. Two months, and uh, meanwhile, you got people serving like. 5, 10, 15, 20 years For Petty larceny Or for uh, drug offenses Minor drug offenses Non-traffic drug offenses For what? What rules Are equal here? And so when you have that lack of equality And implementation Of interpretation of, uh, of Society itself As far as the laws are concerned Things begin to break down and without those rules in place, chaos reigns, and that's what you're seeing. You're seeing a people realize, oh wow, these rules aren't for us. So why am I going to follow them? If these rules don't protect us, then why should we allow these rules to protect you?
1: I agree. I I, I completely agree. And and I, and I want to apologize. Um, if I seem, I don't know, a little despondent and, and lack of energy. It's just that, you know, for the past couple of days, I've been screaming at the TV. Uh we uh, uh we went down to we had a they had a protest here in Elizabethtown today. Uh we, we we rolled through there. Um and it's just 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 the overwhelming wealth of 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 footage and 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 emotions dealing with this and um I agree with you 100%. You know, my take on the looting and the burning and things of that nature and it really it really hits me in phases because when I first when I first seen it, it was that oh shit moment. They taking this next level. You know, and then it was, you know, when I started hearing the commentary, you know, um the news anchors comments because you know, i had this thing when it comes to the news i want the news i don't want your opinion you know tap with it and that goes fox cnn msnbc hln the game msnbc all of that shit. i just i just report the news man i don't need i don't need to know what you think and how you feel about it you know but when the commentary started coming in you know um it's just lawlessness they this is not what the, what george floyd would want and his family has stated that they want that they don't want people doing this thing. They keep repeating what the family wants and and uh, what they think they see and what they think the motivation is behind this. This, isn't ha- this doesn't have anything to do with Breonna Taylor. This has nothing to do with Ahmad Aldridge. This is just people out there trying to get things. I cannot disagree more. Martin Luther King said rioting is the language of the unheard. And when we speak about looting, looting is, um, is as American as Apple power. You know, the, the forefathers looted this country. I mean, not the forefathers, but the, the original people who, who landed on America, on Plymouth Rock, they looted this company from the Native Americans and continued looting from them for, for, for decades and centuries. When's the last time you've seen a Native American walking down the street you know, they looted Africans from, from from Africa and turned them into indigenous servants, slaves. You know, they looted the Chinese, turned them into doing laundry and working on railroads, constantly looting. So when someone takes something from a Target or an auto zone or a roof crisis or, or whatever, I'm not, I mean, and I know this isn't a popular phrase, and I've gone back and forth uh, for a little bit uh, on, on social media about this. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not moved one bit when I see a target go up in flames. My heart goes out for the people who ain't gonna be able to show up to work tomorrow. You know, but for the overall corporation of Target, man, I can give. I don't have any any courage to give when it comes to that because where was Target? What was the CEO or uh, uh, the board of Regents of Target, NatoZone, and all these other companies? Uh, when, when black folks were being murdered in the streets by police officers, what were they? Well, what you know? The Target CEO put out today a presser saying he supports the family of uh, George George Floyd. Why do you how? Think, why do you think he put that out today? Why wasn't that Why wasn't that put out? You know when it happened. Why aren't these corporations who depend on our black dollars, which only stay in our community briefly, compared to the communities that we spend it in? You know, these companies that want us, that want our black dollars, but don't give a damn about our black lives. You want my money, but you don't give a damn about me. And I'm under the frame of mind until we matter, until we matter to you as much as other stuff do. Then what? why should what matters to you matter to us now I don't want no one to get harmed I don't I mean that I mean that sincerely white black or candy stripe I don't I don't want any any human life to be harmed or, or taken in, in, in the protest uh, that's going on tonight and, and through days to come it but when it comes to corporations there's a price to be paid when you allow, when and I, and I do mean allow, when you allow injustice to take place. You see, you know, at one point in time in our lives, anyone who grew up in America put their hand above their heart in school and pledged allegiance to a flag of the United States of America for which it stands. You know, that was almost like, that was almost like signing into a gang. You know, we all in this together. And that's what we were taught as children. You know, and it wasn't, even though our parents knew what we didn't know at the time, you know, and what we soon found out. But for that brief moment, we thought we was all in this together. But we come to realize that, we don't, that we're not. And until these big corporations, until these conservative right wing whomevers march with us, Get in front of this with the. I need the white folks to speak just as loud as the blacks. It's not loud. I need I need the so-called and I'm doing air quotes. And I know no one can see me, but uh, I need the so-called good cops to be to be in front talking about condemning the bad cops. You know, so I don't I don't have no courage to give when I see a Target or a Walmart burn. You know what I'm saying? I go to the butcher to get my meat. I got enough yeah. rules. You know what i'm saying i could plant a garden matter of fact i need to. we all need to have a thought if we have property we should have we should be growing tomatoes and green peppers and onions and potatoes and we should be growing our own stuff you know but I don't, i'm sorry I, I went on a rant but uh that's just how frustrated i am you know just seeing am wow. seeing these news commentators call tiptoe around calling us animals calling our youth uh thugs you know, and it it's almost laughable. I watched uh, the news service in Louisville last night, WDRB, and listen to those newscasters. And you know, there were firecrackers going off, tear bomb grenades or whatever, projectiles uh, going off. And and me and myself, we both uh ex-military, so we've been around combat, we've been around live fire ammunition, and we've also yep. been around reporters who was reporting why we were in combat. These yeah. people did not did not need to be on the street. They did not. You need to get you some real investigative reporters who are willing to tell the truth and not tell us what they got. I'm going to shut up for a second, son. Go right ahead.
0: Yeah, no, like, um, what you're referencing is, like, they have, like, these... There's a different kind of reporting for wartime reporting, and you you usually can tell the difference because they they uh, have their hand to their ear, they have the mic. Hey, I'm out here in the front of blah 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 blah. And <laughs> it's going crazy out here, and people are really upset. And yeah, the shooting thing. Yo, shut your dumb ass up.
1: Right, right.
0: Like exactly. So, uh, like, and and I'm gonna get back to because um, I, I I really wanted to. Um, extrapolate more information from all this because I what I feel like I can do what I can contribute to this is take the emotion and then extrapolate information and deliver it to our listeners so when you're seeing um, or, or rather when when we see when black people see white people say nothing or and and, and I don't want to make it big black versus white but mm, well you know
1: yeah, it is um, what it is.
0: When, when when, black people and black allies, there we go, when black people and black allies see quiet, silent moderates, we are enraged. And the reason why we're enraged is because y'all have all the time in the world to speak to how, um, how we should believe women y'all have which we should you have all the time in the world to talk about how the earth is dying which we should care about the fact that the earth is dying you have all the time in the world to talk about how uh there shouldn't be animal cruelty yeah you're right there shouldn't you have all this time for all these things and while you're doing all these things and supporting all these things, you're you're wearing clothes that are fashioned by black models. You're watching movies made by black talent. You're listening to uh, music inspired by black artists. You're uh, you're talking in ways that were popularized by black people. And then black people start dying. Black people implore you to do something to help us to be on equal playing field, and you say nothing that enrages us not only that not only the people that say nothing because there is another subset of people and these are the most problematic the people that say all lives matter and I, I went down a rabbit hole today because every time I hear all lives matter I hear I'm a selfish racist piece of shit that's what I hear
1: yeah I hear it too
0: So It must be be something wrong with my ears. Maybe my ears can just filter through your bullshit. Maybe I have a special power. Because no one is disputing the value of all lives. What we're saying is your actions or your inactions and the actions of the society and the powers that be... Leave room to dispute whether or not black lives actually matter. So we're saying for the validation of ourselves that our lives matter. And why, by, by you saying all lives matter, what you're saying is we don't care about you specifically. Shut the fuck up. And I don't know in in how many languages you can tell somebody to shut the fuck up and not get hit in the mouth. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> not many <laughs>
0: now, I, I just don't know I, I don't know and, and for many. those of you out there who are bothered by my language uh, this week there's a moratorium on calm Dante mm. so um, you're you're gonna get it raw this week because I I'm tired so in lieu of me not rioting I'm not in America and I would riot here in Japan um, but in lieu of that what I can do is give it to you as as raw as I can and let you filter through the rest. i I'm tired of seeing this
1: yeah you know and, and uh, my hope my hopes for this and I, I'm gonna let you get back. I just want to touch on this one point real quick. My hope for this is that it doesn't die down. I'm not talking about the rioting I mean I, I eventually that has to stop you know it has to come to some point but I I don't want this energy that's being galvanized Uh, I just seen a map I got it on CNN right now Um, I just seen this map of all the states that are protesting and I think there's only like maybe nine or ten of them that that are not at this moment and um, I just don't want this energy to die let's let's take this energy uh, to the voting booth and I mean, and I'm not talking presidential. I'm not talking just presidential. But I'm talking, um, and I know there, there, me, me and my, me and my son, me and you, we've had a, a, our disagreements when it comes to voting. But please, just because you can't agree, uh, we can't agree generationally on who should be president or whatever. What about our local leaders? You know, we vote for. Oh yeah, absolutely. Leaders. We vote for We vote for DAs. We vote for mayors. We vote for con- con- council men and women. We vote for uh, state senators and state congressmen and representatives. Please, let's take this energy and let our voice be heard. Because see, what they are counting on is that in a few weeks there'll be a new hotness. Because see, see here's a little fact drop right here: the Breonna Taylor, and I'm and I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about all of this, but. Breonna Taylor, you know, could have easily been my daughter. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really, I'm really packed. Amar could have been my brother. You know, George could have been my son or or whatever the case. But it, it hits home because this is, this is, this is nonsense, man. You know, and we can vote our way out of this predicament to a degree. Just don't let this energy die down. Don't let it, because see, um, I lost my thought for a second. But this Brianna Taylor incident happened in March. March. This is June here in the day, tomorrow. I mean, day after tomorrow. And this is really just now coming to a head over the past couple of weeks. They used the coronavirus to smother this woman's assassination.
0: What oh. would they
1: use to smother this this energy that we had? What's going to be the new? I watched this new space rocket, uh, Elon Musk rocket take off today, and I prayed. You see, I remember sitting in the eleventh in the eleventh grade watching the show.
0: Oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I remember watching the shuttle explode when I was uh, in the eleventh grade uh, in my U.S. history class, and I prayed that nothing happened to the shuttle, and and God forgive me because my, my prayer was selfish. Because if that if that if that rocket would have exploded, it would have, it would have, they would have used that to cover up the protests and everything else. So please, this is dope. Double shot of espresso. Stay woke. Don't let them cover this up. Don't let them steal your energy. We can be tired and still be energized to galvanized to make a difference. Go ahead, son
0: no you're and you're absolutely right about um there being a flavor of the week kind of uh, spectrum with our news i think um a great uh, a great point about all of this is how much have we been hearing about coronavirus and opening up america since the the, the riots and uh, the protests not at all not at all yet and still we are still in the midst of a pandemic right <laughs> um I, I think that like it, it's easy to forget about all the things that matter because there's so many things that are happening at the same time, and and Trump to his Trump to his his credit, and when I say to his credit, I mean like he should he weaponizes this, um, he weaponizes changing the story. Yeah. Um, he says things, and it makes us rage and we forget about the last thing he did that made us rage. So, if you if you happen to have forgotten um this is this president made a strike against free speech last week.
1: Yeah, Twitter. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Like and then he called us thugs. Like and and then and now he's going at uh going at other people um like uh, other political allies through petty means. But also, he also he was talking about President Barack Obama uh, golfing this past week. He was like, "Oh wow, President Obama was golfing so much during this time." Yeah. Uh, like I haven't golfed in the last three months. Yeah, but you've already golfed two hundred and ninety something times at this time, or two hundred and forty something times at this time in the presidential or in the uh, in the uh, presidency of Barack Obama. He had only went golfing ninety times. You got right. two hundred.
1: And forty-four. <laughs> hey, and it, hey, I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but like uh, about an hour ago, about an hour ago, he he uh, gave a presser where uh, he invited. Because you know they they uh, protested in front of the White House last night, and shook the gates, and you know the yeah. Service came out and dumped their chests and did what they did. You know, served and protect POTUS. Um, well, today in his presser, um, he said, I don't know if my MAGA people are going to be there tonight or not. You know, maybe they will. Maybe MAGA should come out, you know. Trying to incite a a, a more volatile situation by having Black protesters met with Make America Great Again people. And then the reporter asked him, uh, Mr. President, don't you think my... Um, inciting, having MAGA people come out is inciting violence. He said, oh, no, no. Uh, MAGA loves African Americans. MAGA love black people. Shit. <laughs> this man literally said this shit. And then he said, that, you know how he repeats himself. It's very good. It's good. It's great. It's good. It's good. He doubled down and said MAGA, and you can barely hear it. I even turned the volume up to make sure I was hearing right, and then rewound it so I could make sure I was I, I was real clear on it. MAGA loved the black people. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um, I looked over at my wife and I'm like, the "Fuck, we supposed to do with that?"
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just gonna say right now, like um. Maga people go out there if they want to it's free country and you you have all the all the freedoms to go out and counter protest so like and that's the funny thing what what are MAGA people out there protesting oh they're protesting black people protesting that they feel like this country or that they know this country is treating them like shit
1: yeah they're they're protesting that we don't know how to protest
0: Let, let me let me rephrase that for those of you out there who are too dense to understand he is asking Republicans because that's who MAGAs are <clears> throat> to throat> argue with black protesters and black ally protesters that they are wrong thinking that black people are treated poorly in this country, right. that's what they're that, that's what they're saying. Now, if you can't see the problem with that, it's probably not the podcast for you. I'm just telling you right now. because yeah, because you don't want to be awake. You don't want this. You don't want this double shot. Maybe you want that that uh. That uh, glass of milk.
1: and warm, warm milk.
0: Old, at, yeah, yeah, exactly. and
1: warm right milk. Back to
0: sleep.
1: Yeah, with a spoonful of mayonnaise.
0: Exactly. Like, so, like, go, go on ahead over there to to the mayonnaise-flavored podcast. <laughs> like, because this not the one for you. Nice. Because over here, we validate the fact that people have the right to protest proactively
1: for mm-hmm. the things that
0: they believe in. If you believe that black people aren't treated poorly, would you trade your would you trade places with a black person in America right now?
1: Uh, good question.
0: If if the answer isn't a quick and unequivocal "yeah," that'd be cool with me. Then you already know what it is,
1: right? Right. And 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 ninety nine point nine point ninety nine 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 percent of white America, and and I'm not even gonna say white America. I'm gonna say non black America would never trade places to be black. Never. No. Never. Never, ever, ever, never. You know. Yeah, what,
0: absolutely
1: not. Yeah, you know, why would they cash in their privilege card? I uh, had a conversation, well, a uh, back and forth with a classmate of mine today. And I, I won't say his name out of respect. Uh, We went to high school together. And uh, me and this dude, we were cool. You know, and, and he remembers me and I remember him. You know, and he he posted something on, uh, on Facebook. Uh, I'm talking about, I don't know where all my old friends and classmates turned into militants, why they turned into militants and hate good white people. You know, and I was going to scroll right past, but, you know, something in my spirit wouldn't let me. You know, and I had to address it, and I was like, hey, man, come on, really? You know what I'm saying? I said, you know me. You, you know, I was the cat in school who, you know, was cool with everybody I played football, did, you know, was an ROTC, you know, was a photographer. I mean, I was cool with everybody. And I said, but why is it that when Black people are passionate about a cause that directly affects them, we're militant, you know, we're thugs, you know, and that it automatically means, because I'm proud to be Black, means that I don't like white people. You know, I, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know how your makeup is made up. I said, but I can love me and still love you. You know, I may not like you sometimes, but just because I don't, just because I don't like you, don't mean I don't love you. You know, and I, and I had to give him one day. You know, and, and he came back and he was like, you know, Donnie, I know who you are and I, and, and, and I love you, brother. But you know, all this going on is just. I just don't get it, and I said I don't expect you to, man. I said you know my parents had fears for me and my brother, just like I have fears for my my two sons, even though one of them's overseas. You know, I said, but these are fears that you'll never understand. You'll never comprehend the uh, the magnitude of the fear I have when I go to sleep at night and I plug my phone into the charger and I pray that it don't ring in the middle of the night. Someone saying that my son is dead. Or that my son has been locked up. You won't have that fear. We do. You know, and it's, yeah. it, it, and it, and it's, 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 it's paralyzing sometimes. And it's infuriating when white folks don't even want to take time to understand why we feel the way we feel. And we're not acting completely, you know, I mean, do you really think that we're less than human? We're acting on our feelings, man. These young people don't know how to express themselves. And again, for those who may have missed the first part of the show, I'm not condoning violence, but our youth do not know how to express themselves yet. You know, and some and some of our adults haven't have never learned how to express themselves. That part of them have not been cultivated. You know, go ahead, son.
0: I want to I want to stop you on that remark. (laughs) We know. Like, and it's not that I found that insulting, I didn't. I, I just want to, I, I want to, I want to buffer that, that part out a little bit. We know how to express ourselves. However, we've kneeled, we've appealed, we protested, we've pollstered, we have voted, we've, uh, we've elected representatives. And with all of those things, Y'all decide, y'all said, shut up. Okay. Cool. Keep that same energy when I burn down this target. Now, tell the fire to shut up. Go ahead. You can't. So, if you're not going to listen to reason, then we're going to make it unreasonable for you not to listen. (laughs) Like, and and that's not saying that I'm, I'm like all, all the way behind this. What I'm saying is, I can see how this can be effective. I can see why there's logic behind this kind of behavior being effective. It's not that people don't know how to communicate. It's that when we try to communicate your way. The powers that be way. You didn't listen. You said, there's a time and a place for this. You said, oh, well, maybe you should show up and vote and then maybe your community wouldn't be, be as bad. Or you said, well, what about black on black crime? Or you said, well, I just feel like you guys complain too much and you don't do enough for your own community. Why should we have to? Well, wow. cool. Keep that same energy. So when we show up and we we demand things from you because we're done asking, remember, you had the chance. Right. You had the chance to be on the right side of history. And you decided, you decided not to listen. You decided to side with the president in office right now and say, well, there's fine people on both sides of this issue. No, there's
1: not. Charlottesville.
0: Yeah, you're either. If you really believe all lives matter, then you're on Black Lives Matter's side. Like, if you really believe that, then you you would be saying all lives matter. But right now, we need to address the fact that Black lives look like they don't matter. If you were really all lives matter.
1: And, and, and
0: then,
1: as, as a quick disclaimer I'm I'm watching uh WDRB news and I'm seeing uh, more non-black people in the protest crowd today and and that, that pleases me I see a lot of white folks out there and I I'm, I'm 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 not going to question their motivation you know I'm I'm going to act on something that I normally don't and that's assumption um, that they're there for the right reasons, and and um, and if that's the case, you know, you know, kudos. We need more John Browns, and and I, I and I'm not speaking for the delegation, but I will speak for myself and say I appreciate the support of my white brothers and sisters. Go ahead, sir. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, and that's what
0: we're seeing. I think that like one of the great things about And I'm going to brag about my generation One of the great things about my generation is Like they, they absolutely see color They absolutely see the issues Now some of them They're so steeped in their political ideology That they can't They can't deviate to support stuff like this For whatever reason I disagree with that but I would say the lion's share of this generation is behind the movement. And that that pleases me. But when I look on the other side of the movement, no offense to you, that no. Because it's not you. <laughs> but I am seeing older white Anglo Saxon Protestants. Like, I'm not seeing that that youth. Like, I don't see youth hatred. I see people that saw things the way they were and feel like black people being quote-unquote equal threatens their way of life. Now, think about that. Think about that. People view the equality of black lives as a threat to their livelihood. That doesn't sound like 2020. That sounds like 1960.
1: Yeah, and 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 I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to dispute what you're saying, um, but I will say this before I get to my point: Well, you love p- patting your generation on the back, don't you? Every chance you get, well you, it's your it's your it's your. I'm just messing with though. you,
0: man. I'm just it's your fault. <laughs> You like you got to think you have a you have a hand to play in this. Parents make kids.
1: That's true. That's true. That's so, true. That's true. If you
0: raise your kids right, if you raise your kids right, then they're going to be.
1: You know, right. you, can, you can raise you can raise your kids right, man, and, and they still can go in another direction. Uh, that's true. That's but true. that's true. but 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 to my point, I was just getting on you because I thought we was going to let this podcast go by yeah. without you, uh. Giving your generation a pat on the back, but I I, I see no, I see where you my, my bad. <laughs> no, my no, bad. My, no 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 no, can't have <laughs> man. You didn't you didn't <laughs> play the generation card, so I'm I'm just gonna say this. Um, I'm not gonna defend my generation in this regard because on both sides of the fence, uh, white and black, um, experienced some things coming out of the '60s. So. They took those things into the 70s and the 80s and tried to instill them into our children in the late 80s and 90s. Some of them picked it up, some of them didn't, you know, and that was their choice to do, you know. But whatever side of the fence we stood on, we stayed on. Your generation tore down the fence to some degree. I'm gonna say, in most cases, tore down the fence. And I'm watching it right now. There's a neighborhood in Louisville called the Highlands. And it's a predominantly white neighborhood. It's, it's almost like a, uh, kind of reminds me of like a little beatnik area. You know, um, a renaissance type area. You know, they they do their own thing. They dress their own way. There's some uh, black people sprinkled throughout that neighborhood as well. They come together yeah. and they represent your generation extremely well when it comes to the issue. You know, um, and and that's cool. That's really cool, and I like to see that. But in regards to my generation, we're still on our sides of the fence. You know, we may meet each other at the fence and even drink a beer at the fence. You know, talk about each other's kids. Hey, how's the child doing? Oh, mine's great. How's yours? Oh, man, you know he's doing good. You know, but we'll not ne- we'll never climb over to that other side. And and I know that sounds uh, I know that sounds bad for a lack of a better word to say. You know, but it is what it is. You know, lines were drawn in the sand by our parents, and uh, we respected those lines. You know, we were friends. You know, we some of us even dated or whatever. But you know, we re- we re- we respected the line. You know, and um, your generation erased it, and that's cool. You know, I just—I
0: mean, it, I'm just glad it was a war generation. Go ahead. You were you were a generation at war. Like, like the, the social discourse at your point in time was that, like, you were a generation at war, and the, these kids, like, the kids that are growing up now, um, I won't say just kids, but, like, they're kind of the kids of, uh, of peace. Like, they grew up in a peacetime, yeah. quote unquote. Not actual peace. But when we're talking about, um, you didn't have, now, now you have it, but... Uh, largely speaking you didn't have the civil rights movement or uh, like the the civil rights fight in this generation like you had in the previous generation so there were no lines in the sand because there was no war going on actively right uh, and so it's i wouldn't say it's it's a fault of your generation that that you guys have those lines i think it's um I think it's one of those things where it was a product of the situation, and we just grew up. We grew up in a situation where you guys did not want that for us,
1: right? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And and I will concede that that goes for a lot of things, not just the race thing. You know, we wanted y'all to. Every generation wants the generation after it to be better, do better, have better. You know, I mean, that's just—I don't know—I just—I just think that's just hardwired in, in in us. But um, and I think that goes to a whole lot of other things other than race. You know, we wanted you to be proud of your race, to embrace who you are, but don't be afraid, yeah, but don't be afraid to to interact and to uh, cultivate relationships. You know, from other races. Matter of fact, you know, um, seek out new lands and and and. And explore. We, we we encourage that, you know. Um, so, like again, getting back to the topic, it just does my heart good to see you know white folks up front fighting, and they they just they tear just tear gra- tear gas Sixth Street, and um, I'm seeing white guys running over to the black guys with milk in their eyes. They're helping each other, and um, you know they're trying to. Oh man, they trying to uh, throw the tear gas back at the police, you know. So yeah, I mean, it, it might not be the Kumbaya moment we hope for, but you know, hey, it's a moment nonetheless.
0: Well, I mean, nothing unifies like a, a common enemy.
1: Yeah, yeah. you're right. Um,
0: you're right. And and I, I want to speak on the common enemy uh, front. The common enemy is inequity. <laughs> the common enemy is tyranny. The common enemy is uh, abuse of authority. The common enemy is those that view people who are not the majority as less than. The com- like, And I, I noticed how I did not overtly say the common enemy is the police. Right. The reason why I didn't say that is because I acknowledge that there are some people out there that are fighting hard to change things from within. Uh, the mayor of Atlanta,
1: she's,
0: she's one of them. She's, she's working hard, she's doing her best. And the city of Atlanta, generally speaking, has done a pretty good job with their community relations um, to keep the kind of brutality that's that that has marked America uh, out of or to a minimum in their, in their particular departments. That being said, and I've seen this roll around and I wanted to say it to everyone here, like, a, a, if there are a thousand good cops who say nothing about the ten bad cops in their midst, then you have one thousand and ten bad cops.
1: I like, like you are I like your man. You
0: are, yeah. You are what you allow. We say this all the time. Like, you are what you permit, your society is what it permits, so if you allow your society to treat black people like they're trash, then you believe that black people should be treated like trash. You have given us no other recourse than to think so. That being said, I don't want to see your selfies of you out marching. I don't want you, or I don't want your, to see your receipts of you paying, uh, uh, giving money to some sort of organization. I don't want to see your hashtags. I want to see what you do at the voting booth. I want to see uh, what you do in the long term. I want to see what you do to educate your community that Black people actually matter. Like I don't want the symbolism. I don't want the flavor of the week fad. I want you to make systemic change through through changing your actions for the long run. If you can't commit to that, then you ain't really about that life. Sorry. I just, uh, I'm trying really hard. I'm trying really hard to bridge the gap between those that are trying to trying to help and those who are just trying to avoid looking like they're one of the silent uh, moderates. Like actually do something. Get out there. Put your phone down and do something. I'm going to ask you to write. I'm not asking you to put your family in danger. I'm asking you to change the minds of those who you're close to that maybe don't get it yet. Maybe they're your parents. Maybe they're your friends. But do something.
1: Hey, son, um, I would take it a step further and 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 charge our youth, uh, the ones that are out there, on the front lines, the boots on the ground, to... Um, Again, like I said in the beginning, keep that same energy and um, take it to the voting. You know, tell a friend, take a friend. Let's change. Let's change these DAs. Let's, let's let's advocate for a new uh, for a new um, chief of police. You know. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm, I'm in complete agreement with you. Yeah,
0: and actually, let's let's end on that front. So, like people who are wondering what you can do, there are plenty of organizations out there that, of course, are that are taking care of people's bail, who's protesting and things like that. Of course, those are there are those organizations. But what we're talking about here is systemic change. So, how can you change the system? You can look at when. Uh, when your local election is, you can look at when your local city council is. So, or when your local city council meetings are, you can run for election yourself. Maybe you're one of those few that feel called to do more. That you have, that you believe that you have a voice that can actually help. Then put your name on the ballot. You don't have to be rich to be on a city council ballot. You don't have to give up your day job to be on some of these ballots. Put your name out there. Volunteer, do something more. But of course, you're, you are got a, local elections coming up. You got, uh, you have congressional elections every two years, Senate elections every six, presidential elections every four. But in the mean and between time, get involved in your city, in your town, in your community. And I guarantee you, if you change your city, your town, your community, that small thing will snowball into something big where we don't have to worry about what's going to burn next
1: exactly
0: so um I think that's where we're gonna leave it today uh I think we said a mouthful um this is this is a little bit shorter than what we usually do but this this was a mouthful and I really hope that um People uh, got something out of this. Um, you got anything for the people, that Before
1: we end, just um, just stay safe and stay vigilant. If you're going out there protesting, wherever you are in America or not in America, um, stay safe, man. I mean, look out for the person that's next to you, but more importantly, you know, look out for yourself. You know, and uh, again, take this energy with you all the way into November. You know, um, be a voice for the voiceless. And uh we'll we'll see you next week. God bless.
0: All right, no matter how you take it, dark and bitter, with a little milk, double steamed or with ice cream. We hope after Dopio you're filling up. This has been Dopio. Peace.
1: Peace.